Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to Frequency Cast, the UK's technology radio show. At Frequency Cast, it's our mission to keep you up to date with today's tech, answer your questions, and keep you entertained along the way. Our shows are driven by your feedback. You decide what we talk about, and we'll do the rest. Here's what we'll be looking at today in show one, two, three. Monitor your home with a smart dog. A novel way to test aerial designs. Solving the Kelly lost key scenario. News of a new smart watch, Strap. Plus, SkyQ, Discovery and SCART sockets. First off, here's Pete with the latest tech news. Frequency cast, now loading, news. Time for the latest tech news headlines after a short, unexpected break, but more on that later. First up, a reminder that time is almost up if you want a free upgrade to Windows 10 from either Windows 7 or Windows 8. More than 350 million machines are now running 10 and the price tag will flip from free to £89 on the 29th of July. Not everyone wants the upgrade though and one owner has recently been awarded £7,500 by Microsoft after her machine was upgraded to Windows 10 without her permission. Windows 10 users can expect a significant upgrade in early August and a bunch of new features will be included, including enhancements to Cortana and pen input Windows Inc. Next, if like our Kelly you're paranoid about online security, don't look at Google's My Activity service. Google's latest offering includes a full breakdown of what they know about you, where you've been from Google Maps, what you've been looking for online, your YouTube activity and much more. Is this a handy way of looking back over your history with a non-evil Google? Or is it a scary wake-up on what they've discovered about you? Let us know. Next, Sky customers note that Sky Movies will now be known as Sky Cinema. Offering a new film premiere every day, more on-demand movies and better quality, Sky says this will bring the service closer to the cinema experience. But no mention of overpriced popcorn and kids kicking the back of your seat. In August, Sky Cinema will be screening The Martian as well as Star Wars 7. Next up, watch out for Wiley Fox. This UK firm makes smartphones with a very low price tag and they're worth taking seriously. The new Spark handset uses a non-bloated version of Android called Cyanogen. This customised operating system makes use of TrueCaller to do an internet lookup on incoming phone numbers, so you know who's calling. Handily, it also flags up telemarketing calls. The new Spark is available for £90, but for a little extra, the Spark Plus offers a decent amount of RAM and some impressive features for a budget smartphone. Link on our show notes. And finally, a robot lawyer has successfully overturned 160,000 London parking tickets. The free online service called Do Not Pay was created by a 19-year-old and has a 64% success rate of appealing tickets and winning. It's also now available in New York, and it can be used for PPI and flight compensation claims. It sounds like, wait for it, it's just the ticket. Thanks very much, Pete. For more tech news, go to frequencycast.co.uk forward slash news, or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Frequencycast, now loading. Focus. Frequencycast, one, two, three. How you doing, Kelly? Sounds like you're queuing me in, Pete. 
Now, when it gets to show 321, I can cue you in. Three, two, one, oh, go. Nice. That's if you're still around then. So how are you doing? You well? Yeah, very well. I had one of those horrible summer colds, but getting better now. And a different set of triangular earrings. What is it with you and earrings? Well, I just like that shape. It works for me. Fair enough. Uh, now, I understand you've got a little song for some of our Chinese listeners. No, I definitely do not. This, this is not happening, Pete. I promise you this is not happening. You're learning a new language, or about to. Yeah, I'm about to embark on um, Mandarin lessons, but I'm still no, Pete. Like, once I've actually embarked on it, then maybe, but not until then. Can we have a hello, then, at least? OK, well, I'm really sorry if I've got any of the or anything wrong with this but um habu how which is hello how are you so to any of our mandarin speakers listening oh. get in touch and let us know how close kelly was thank well, you very I'll probably much probably find out it's now cantonese or something even worse and i've just got it all wrong well it's not french or german i can tell you that well that's something or it might even just be my own kelly language i mean who knows well i can say helicopter and hedgehog in czech of course you can there you go virtunik is helicopter and Yezheg is hedgehog. It's amazing what you pick up in life, isn't it? That is so bizarre. Why, Pete, why? <laughs> long story, too long for this show. Anyway, let's kick off. Before we start, a couple of things I want to, uh, to bring up. First off, we had a little bit of feedback to the last show where we played the BBC April Fool's thing, which was video. You saw the video, didn't you? What do you think? I'd love to see VHS coming back. What about you? Oh, it'd be amazing. I think the sad thing is I've got so many home videos and things on VHS and like you just can't really get a decent player or anything now. And yes, you can convert it all and, and do all of that, but there is something about putting in the old video and sitting down and thinking, oh, mum and dad did this when I was small. You see, I miss cassette tapes. No, of course you do. Because they were, they were just... No, seriously. You miss video, I miss cassette. What else? You were saying you miss something else as well. Well, I said I miss Windows 7, but I don't feel that that's quite as ancient. I've never heard anyone say they miss Vista, that's for sure. <laughs> no, that's true. Do you know what, though? I do miss, miss having, like, a Discman. Do you remember these, like, your little Walkmans? Well, that's what I mean about cassette. The Walkman was absolutely brilliant. Just pick it up, plug it in, and it works. And I'm just faffing about with MP3s and syncing and iTunes and all that. So that's why I miss the cassette. But a question for our listeners. What is it that you miss? What sort of 80s or 90s bit of tech that's no longer around do you miss? And uh, let us know. We'd love to know, wouldn't we? Yeah, I'm excited to find out. Uh, next, a, uh, an apology for being a little late with the last show. Yes, we had a, uh, a technical glitch, and I will be whinging about our internet service provider later. Ooh. Now, see what you reckon to this. We, uh, we host our podcasts with Pier One. They're in America. They look after all our podcasts for us. We also have a backup service with them. There was some issue on the server that meant we generated log data, which we shouldn't have done. Error logs. Okay which had nothing to do with us. The server just suddenly started generating error logs. 160 quid they tried to charge me for storing the error logs. No. So the, the error logs that they basically created, they wanted you to pay for? Well, they said it wasn't their fault, but it certainly wasn't my fault. I didn't create 85 gigabytes of error logs, that's for sure. No, that's absolutely ridiculous. So I take it you ended up in a big battle. 
Uh, we are in discussions at the moment. I'm chatting to a lovely chap in the UK who's taking it up with the guys in America for us. So, uh, yes, Pier 1, not in my good books at the moment, but uh, we shall see. No, shame on you, Pier 1. There you go. Anyway, we'll come back to that in a little more detail later on in the show. Uh, but uh, the first thing I want to talk about, do you remember the very beginning of social networks when you first got in, before Facebook, before Twitter before all of that lot, there was one. It was Friends Reunited. That's something I miss. And do you know what? Out of curiosity the other day, someone said to me, is Friends Reunited still going? And I had a look. And do you know what? They closed. Oh, it's so sad. I mean, I never really got the benefits of it because I was still in school when it launched. But well, it is a school's thing, so... Uh... Well, yeah, but it's a school's thing for finding people after you've left school, which, when you're still in it, is quite pointless. But, but you're not now, and you could still have looked. Well, no, but by that point, Facebook and everything else had come along, so we were all just keeping touch on there, to be honest. But there's been so many great stories, and I even know just in our family history, the amount of people that, like, my parents have reconnected with um, as a result. It's just like the amount of marriages that happened as a result of Friends Reunited. And a few divorces as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, maybe we won't go into that. We're, 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 like, celebrating Friends Reunited now, and it's long life. I found out a new phrase through researching this, the sunset statement, which is when they go and they put up this final We've Gone page. And they said, we launched in the summer of 2000 to help people connect with old friends. It's with a heavy heart we've decided to close the service down. The interesting news, though, at the bottom of that announcement, they talk about a new one that they're starting, another form of social media. It's very different, apparently. It's called Life, but with two I's, so L-I-I-F-E dot com. And it's a timeline of your life, so you put in all the milestones of the things that you've gone through over your life. It's in beta. You can sign up for free. Might be one worth keeping an eye on, so... uh, It's uh, all the end of Friends Reunited, but uh, the beginning of a whole new life. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I I kind of think if Facebook's still around and you've been storing all your stuff all this time, and why would you upload it all again? It's completely different. It is the moments of your life that mean things. Yeah, but that's just like time hop. If you've got time hop on Facebook, it's exactly the same. And sometimes I actually think it's hilarious. Sometimes I look at the stuff that I put on Facebook years ago and I think, my God, I was actually quite funny. Like, I don't do any of this funny stuff anymore. Are you getting old, dear? I know, this is what happens. You get a grey hair and instantly your Facebook gets dull. Oh, bless you, bless you. So there you go, the end of Friends Reunited, the beginning of a new life. We'll miss you. Well, I certainly will. I had an interesting week. This is a bit amateur radio-y. I met a guy called Mike, K7IR. Lovely chap, completely off topic, but technologically, he's an antenna designer. So you know all about antennas? Yes. This is vaguely out of the blue, but I just thought I'd throw this bit of an interview in. It's an interview I was doing for another project I'm involved in. And he started building these big antennas to, to talk around the world and all that sort of stuff. And he wanted to test the strength of these aerials. You know, you put up an aerial, you want to make sure it doesn't blow over. And he was advised to get a wind tunnel or hire a wind tunnel so you can put the aerial up and blow winds at it and see at what you know, speed it falls over. Yeah? Yeah, I understand. Couldn't do that because it was a brand new project. He was also using poles from China to make this work. So uh, what do you think he'd do as an alternative? I don't know, get a hairdryer. <laughs> a little bit faster <laughs> than that. This is Mike talking to me a few weeks ago about how he tested his very first aerials. 
Well, the poles from China were cheap. But as we, as we learned, they weren't that strong. The first one we got, we go, well, how strong is it? So we thought, we'll put it in a wind tunnel. So I took my Jeep Cherokee SUV, opened the sunroof, put a pipe up it, and we stuck this 18-foot pole on it and went down the freeway, and at 65 miles an hour, bang, it broke. So I called China, and I go, need stronger pole. Three weeks later, we get a little thicker pole. Up it goes in the Jeep Cherokee, out on a less busy road. 85 miles an hour, bang, off it goes in the road again. I call China, need stronger pole. Finally, I get one with two millimeter wall on the base, stuck it on the Jeep Cherokee, and I, had, I went about 100 miles an hour and it didn't break, so we found a place where we'd go downhill and we hit 150 miles an hour and we said, good. So there you go, a little bit uh, more aggressive than a hairdryer. Yeah, see, when you kind of said he was a designer for aerials, I thought we were talking like Gucci for amateur radio. <laughs> I feel a little bit sad. I was waiting for all of these patterns, snappy designs. Oh, well. Okay, next on our little list today is cameras. Now, we've spoken about cameras before that you can connect to over the internet, that sort of thing. Yeah, spyware again. Is this what we're going for? Well, it is a little bit. I got... The last camera we reviewed, I think we did the field. Do you remember? We were sat in a field and we did it powered off a battery and you had to connect it up. Do you remember that? Well, I do. That was, that was many moons ago, but I do remember that. And we've talked about cameras before, but this is a weird one. This is a lovely little camera. You use it at home. Just plug it in through a USB lead. It records onto SD card or streaming over the internet. I'll be clever. Let me just see if I can do this now. Hang on a sec. So there you go. That's the camera at my place at the moment, monitoring the kitten. Obviously. It is the kitten cam. So it comes with a nice little app. We're watching on the app at the moment. You can see it's all pretty good. It's not bad colour. does night vision as well. Not terribly well, but it does night vision. And you can talk. So it's got a talk and a receive thingy. Not bad. Sounds like a baby monitor. It can be used as a baby monitor. How much do you reckon? I reckon about 60 quid. £22. And they've got a great name as well. What would you call a, a high-tech modern camera? I don't know, spy cam. Okay, that's the name of the camera. Clever Dog. Yes, Chinese, but uh, Clever Dog is the name of these uh, little cameras. Link on our show notes, they're well worth a look. They're a bit silly, uh, but uh, you can't really go wrong. You can have multiple ones on your same system all over the internet. And they can alert you if somebody moves. 20 quid, worth a punt. Well, you never fail to surprise me, Pete. Hi, this is Sue Holderness, Marlene from Only Fools and Horses, and you are listening to the Frequency Cast Technology Show. Yippee. And next up, we're going to have a look at a few more wonderful little things that we found at the Wearable Tech Show, which was a wicked day out, wasn't it? It really was, other than the pigeon. Let's have a look at some of the things that tickled our fancy as we walked around. Oh, let's. Wearable tech, we've seen all sorts of different trackers that monitor so many different parameters of your body. Now you're a runner, aren't you, Kelly? I am indeed. Now you've got your fitness ring, you can monitor your uh, pace and your sleep and everything else. We found something rather unusual uh, that you can also monitor, yet another metric to track on the body. What have we found? Yeah, I'm going to put it out there. This is one I have not yet seen before. Um, It's monitoring your sweat. That's a little bit different. Okay, now I put a bit of deodorant on before I came out because I knew I was seeing you, so I'm I'm all right. My company is HFT, Healthcare Fibre Technology. 
and it's a company that is devoted to the production of chemical and biochemical sensors that are made directly on textile. It's almost as thin as cotton, isn't it? So you can weave it into clothing and it will monitor the, the, the body's perspiration. Why would you want to monitor how much you're sweating? Yeah, in uh, human sweat, there are a lot of information because uh, the, the sweat uh, expels many uh, molecules and substances that are crucial for our physiology. And uh, first of all, the saline concentration of uh, the sweat is strictly related to the, your dehydration. And uh, having um, information on uh, your dehydration can prevent you from having cramps uh, and uh, can prevent you from uh, worse your performances. And you have uh, control on uh, how much you are dehydrated during uh, your uh, performances. This particular sensor here, it looks like it's got a Bluetooth module to it so that you can stream that data onto a computer and then analyse what over time your, your perspiration level? Yes, you can monitor constantly, you can uh, uh, via Bluetooth uh, connect the data and you have the data on your smartphone, you can compare uh, your physiological state with your performances and you can have a lot of information for your training and for your fitness. And, uh, we have also the possibility to measure other parameters. One very interesting is adrenaline. That is more related to, to your mental state. If you have a fear, if you have a sudden problem, you, you will have a rush of adrenaline. And we can monitor this directly with the textile device. Now you gave me an interesting example of how this could be used. So uh, people like perhaps pilots, you could use it to monitor their stress level and performance? Yes, because uh, you, you produce adrenaline when you have a problem, when you have a stress, and if there is um, people who need to be in control, we can monitor them, uh, pilots of the planes, uh, soldiers, uh, workers, uh, and these uh, people can be more in control, and we can have a lot of information on this. Wow, well that's something a little different, isn't it, Kelly? Uh, that's a first for us is uh, seeing sweat and adrenaline being uh, metrics to measure. I know, I'm waiting until it starts getting connected to Facebook and I start seeing anyone else who's running um, sharing all of their sweat results with us. <laughs> That's a little bit different. Superb, if someone wants to find out more, have you guys got a website that uh, people could look at? Yes, uh, it's hftsmartsensors.com You've made me very self-conscious now, thank you. <laughs> right, Kelly, wearable tech, I have to ask, how often do you lose something? I know you're a girl, but keys, phones? All the time. I'm so bad for it. And I'm very often locked out. Seriously? <laughs> All the time. As in, I spent too long now with my 90-year-old neighbour drinking a lot of her tea, listening to the same stories over and over again while I wait for someone to let me in. Well, we might have the solution here. We've looked at similar-ish products to this before. This one seems to have a little bit of a different twist. Sir, your name and your company, please. Sure. My name is Tadej Yoshevar and I'm the co-founder of the company called Chipolo. So we have the same product names as our, our company. So Chipolo is basically helps to find anything you don't want to lose. Um, let's say keys, wallet, backpack or even your phone. Okay, and it looks like the tag is... I don't know, about as big as a £2 coin? That's probably the, uh, the easiest way to describe it on the radio. Yeah, I, I should say that, yeah. Okay, and uh, with a little hole so it nicely clips onto your key. Not too large, not too intrusive, but the clever bit is there's an app that comes with this, and I'm guessing this works in two ways. If I lose my keys, I can press a button on the app and the keys... Will ring? 
So yeah, it, it works both directions. You are right. So if you, uh, it works with a app. So if you are looking for um, anything you attach your Chipolo to, so in our case, keys right here, um, you can ring it, ring your keys um, from the app. Excellent. Right. Let's give it a go then. So Kelly, hold that. That's your keys. Let's see if we can get it to ring. Wow. Okay. And how loud did you say that was? You had a technical. Uh a sure. DB measurement for us there as well. It's 90 decibels, which is pretty loud, especially if you're, if you're looking for your keys at home or in the office, yeah. Absolutely, and it works the other way. I've got my keys, but I've lost my phone. Yeah. How does that work then? So basically, you just give a hard shake to Chipolo. Even if the phone is uh, on silent mode, as is here, this iPhone, I just give a hard shake to Chipolo, and phone starts to ring. Wow, I like that. That's not bad at all. What do you think, Kelly? Would that solve your problems? It would, though I wouldn't get to go to the pub as much as a general excuse, but that would actually save me a lot of time. Can you have multiple ones connected to a single account? Sure. You can have up to nine Chipolos connected with one account. Why nine? It's because it's available in nine fun colors. Um, so you can the app automatically uh, recognize the color of your Chipolo, um, and you can name it whatever you want to, whatever... Uh, thing you attach Chipolo to. So, yeah, definitely. The other nice little tweak looking at some of your signage here is uh, you can set it to, uh, to be ranged, so if something goes out of range it will alarm as well. Sure, yeah. Um, if, you, if you leave your keys or your phone at home, let's say, it, the, the phone or the keys will um, give you a sound notification uh, once you lose the connection with each other. So, yeah, definitely uh, that can be uh, customized in the settings. And where can one get one of these then? Uh, currently, uh, they are available on our online store, so chipolo.net, but we will soon be available in retail stores across the UK. What we're looking at now is um, a slightly clever twist on the wearable tech world and smartwatches. Now, not everyone wants a watch that looks like everybody else's smartwatch, the Apple Watch and uh, Samsung Gear and everything else. The solution we're looking at here uh, has embedded tech into leather straps. If I've got this right, so that you can use your own watch face, but the clever bit is in the strap, not in the watch. Is that right? Yeah, I'm Asiya Sarasua and I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of Maintool. Yeah, actually what we have done is we have combined the best of the watch industry and we have combined with the wearable technology. So we have solved an adoption problem by putting all the electronics inside the regular leather strap. We have over there like heart rate sensor, ambient temperature, skin temperature, we have activity tracking, we have sleep tracking. We have also a vibration motor to receive notifications and also a, a button that is hidden in the leather strap so that you can, for example, uh, reject a phone call or send an emergency text. Oh, the emergency text is an interesting one. So uh, if you're in an emergency situation, what would you do? In an emergency situation, you just have an emergency contact in the mobile application. So this is connected with BLE, Bluetooth Low Energy, uh, with the app. So as you press for seven seconds uh, the button, it will send automatically the text message uh, as an emergency to your emergency contact. And it will deliver like the location that you are in so they can call you if it is a mistake. Or if not, they can call the police and they can deliver, bring some, some person over there. Wow, very, very clever. It's nice tech. You've actually uh, very kindly uh, supplied uh, an inside view so we can see where the electronics are. And uh, just uh, give us a, a run through of the um, different sensors that are in here. We have the batteries, like we have battery life of 20 days. Uh, we have a storage also if you, if you don't have any born battery and you don't want to have it connected with the, with the phone. Uh, we have a storage for up to 14 days. And also we have different sensors like ambient temperature, skin temperature, heart rate sensor. We have magnetic charging. 
Uh, we also have the vibration monitor and the button. All packed into a watch strap. Really clever stuff. If someone wants to find out more or maybe uh, work out where they can get one of these from, where could they go? Yeah, you can go to the website, and uh, it's maintool.me. You just enter and you can find all the information, photos, any, anything related, and you can drop us an email if you want more information also. Sold? Sold. So there you go, Kelly. One, two, three's focus. Are you ready to move on to interaction? Oh, always. Frequency cast. Now loading. Interaction. Okay, 123 is well in progress, and it's time to hear your letters, feedback, complaints, and all the other stuff, isn't it? Oh, hopefully no complaints. Don't say things like that. Well, we had some very nice messages after the uh, slight delay in getting the last show out, and I do want to send a special thanks to this gentleman here. Oh, yeah, huge thank you to Scott Simpson, who actually donated to Frequency Cast last month. Thank you so much, Scott. And we really do appreciate your donations. It's getting incredibly expensive to keep the show running, especially when Pier 1 charged me 160 quid for backing up an error log. Yeah, rude. So rude. <laughs> so if you do want to show your support, keep us on the air and uh, keep our server funded. Uh, please go to www.frequencycast.co.uk forward slash donate and Kelly will love you forever. Oh, I will. Already. Scott, you are my favourite person ever. Excellent. Thank you very much, Scott. Most appreciated. Right. The first one was a tweet this time around. Yes, this one's from Spencer Ralph, who got in touch on Twitter. He says, I just wondered if you know how the SkyQ box runs four satellite signals down one cable to allow the recording of four channels. Yeah, now the old Sky Plus box, I know you've got Virgin Media so you don't get this, but you can record three channels at the same time on Virgin. Yeah. We can record four. Oh, of course you can. Of <laughs> course you can. <laughs> the new Sky Q box lets you record four whilst watching a fifth. How mad is that? Well, yeah, that is pretty mad. Especially because my Virgin box actually decides sometimes that I would like a certain program and so they start recording it and it takes me forever to then get to the program that they've decided to record, delete that and then I've missed half my program. Meanwhile it's filled up your whole disk with space and you can't record anything that you really want to. Oh yes. Exactly. And luckily with the plus hour sometimes you get around it but sometimes you just don't. Or sometimes you record everything twice because you get the normal version and the plus one version. God, dear, these uh, first world problems, eh? I know, they make my life so hard. <laughs> anyway, the Sky Q box is out and lets you record four, but it only needs two wires to the satellite. And uh, Spencer's question was, how does it work? So I wondered the same thing. And uh, what I did was I had a look around, being a techie that I am, and I found out that basically if you get the Sky Q box, you get a new LNB up on the dish, which is a multi-band, wide-band LNB, which means it can cover the whole frequency range for the satellites. You still need two, one for horizontally polarised, one for vertically polarised, but it's a whole new LNB that can cover the whole band, not just bits of it, which is how it works. How geeky is that? That is very geeky, but you love it, don't you? I do love it. It is very true. The only downside is, if you get the new LNB fitted, your old Sky Plus boxes and any FreeSat kit you've got don't work. So if you do have a mix of different versions of Sky or FreeSat, just think a little bit carefully before you go for Sky Q, because some stuff might stop working. Oh, sneaky. Uh, next, we heard from Alan Johnson. Yes, he says, Could you please tell me if I'm able to get the full Sky TV package of Discovery on Freeview, even if I have to pay for it? If not, will it be available and when? 
Now, I don't know if that rings any bells with you, but we actually had that question the previous month from Kevin Breen. He asked exactly the same thing, and I'll give exactly the same answer to Alan. It's not available on Freeview, but it is available on Sky, Virgin and BT, and you can also get it on Talk Talk TV and Now TV. And Now TV are running a nice little offer at the time of recording. Might be the way around it, because you can use the internet to, uh, to get it instead of Freeview. So uh, go to the show notes and you will find out more. And the address, Kelly www.frequencycast.co.uk And you need to look for show number... One, two, three. Next, Ian Barnes. Is this another Sky one? No, this one. Oh, no, actually, this one is. Yes, you're right. Oh, look, we've gone for the triple. Okay, so Ian Barnes says, I brought a Panasonic HD DVD recorder, but there is no SCART lead access. Can I use the HDMI lead to download from Sky Plus? If not, is there any way around the problem? Well, recording HD from Sky over HDMI onto DVD isn't really an option. It's not allowed, you can't do it, it's technically quite tricky. And also, of course, HDMI only records the video, not the sound, so it wouldn't do you many favours. SCART is normally the way around it, but if you've got a machine without SCART, that's a bit of a pain. What we need to know is what other inputs you've got on your DVD recorder, so we can give you a sensible answer. So get in touch and let us know exactly what connectors you've got on your recorder, and we'll try and find something that will sit in the middle and let you do it. But tricky one. Yes, well, it sounded it. There you go. That's your feedback for show one, two, three. Thank you very much. And if you want to get in touch, ask us a question, give us your comments, or just uh, tell us how much you love me and Kelly. Uh, several ways you can do it, Kelly. Yes, you can call us and leave us a voicemail. The number is 0208-133-4567. Or you can send us a text on 07882-043-521. It's the cost of a standard text. And if you want to send it in Cantonese, feel free. I can't guarantee I'll be able to read it. Or if you send us an email via the Contact Us button on our site, then I may be able to use Google Translate. We'll catch you on the next show. Thank you very much and happy tech. See you later. Frequency Cast. Shutdown in progress. Thanks for listening to today's Frequency Cast. For news updates, show downloads and to get in touch with us, go to frequencycast.co.uk. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Frequency Cast. Our shows are driven by your feedback, so get in touch and tell your friends. Frequency Cast. Shut down.